Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Pirelli tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thanks for listening to the best of Outkick the Coverage podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the Coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio. Yesterday we opened the show talking about the tornado that swept through Nashville, Tennessee, and on into the eastern part of the state from there. It killed, uh, at the latest count, I believe, 25 people. It has done a tremendous amount of damage. I said we would think of something to do as a result from OutKick. And at a minimum right now, uh, if you go to OutKick.com, any of our products that are for sale there, If you buy those products, uh, I am donating all the proceeds for the rest of the week to uh, Tornado Relief. So any of you out there right now who are looking to help out in any way, there are obviously lots of places that you can donate and you can give. And so I would encourage you uh, to uh, to track those places down online. I'm not going to give you a specific one right now because there are several different ones, but if you want to do something direct from OutKick, something easy, go to OutKick.com. We have a ton of different gear, books, you know, you name it, up on that site. And if you want to do something there, all of the proceeds for the rest of the week will go to Tornado Relief. So that's obviously something that matters a great deal to me because it's in my hometown and because it's been so devastating Uh, to people who live both in my hometown and uh, other places nearby where the tornadoes touched down, killing at last count 25 people across the state of Tennessee, a a very, very deadly tornado that hit in the middle of the night. And so uh, I would encourage you guys, if uh, if you're out there and you want to do something, 
Just go to OutKick.com. It's my website, and uh, you can go into the store there, and anything that you buy, the proceeds will go uh, to uh, helping in tornado relief. So just want to get that out uh, off the top. Now, uh, first of all, last night was pretty wild in uh, in terms of uh, teams that were representing the state of Tennessee after the tornado. Two of them, the, uh, the Vanderbilt Commodores and the University of Tennessee, were big underdogs going on the road. Vanderbilt on the road against Alabama. Tennessee on the road against Kentucky. Tennessee, I believe, was an 8.5-point underdog. Vanderbilt was a 12-point underdog. Both of them won. Tennessee, in particular, on the road in Rupp Arena, where Kentucky doesn't lose to unranked teams very often. Tennessee got a massive win that puts them on the edge of the bubble as we come uh, down the stretch run of the season. But here is what that sounded like at the end of the game. Rebound Viscovi, and the victory goes to the Big Orange here at Rupp Arena. Huge win. Tennessee wins for just the sixth time in history at Rupp Arena, and they do it in historic fashion with a 17-point comeback, and they win it going away. Final score from Rupp, Tennessee 81, Kentucky 73. All right, so that happened. Vanderbilt has like 1-25 or something in their last – 26 SEC games and that may be that's actually way too uh, way too kind they're like a one in 40 whatever the heck it is they've been awful they went on the road and beat Alabama effectively ending Alabama's NCAA tournament bid so two different local teams in the wake of a tragedy go on the road and pull off huge upsets in Southeastern Conference basketball uh, LeBron continues to be LeBron uh, crazy if you haven't seen the highlight of him pulling up from 36 foot and draining it last night was uh, was wild for Super Tuesday as I know many of you uh, including myself uh, exercised your uh, your franchise and stood in line a long time uh, we won't spend a lot of time on politics but the biggest winner of the night in any contest is Joe Biden Joe Biden is going to be in my opinion your Democratic presidential nominee, Bernie Sanders, took it on the chin. Uh, if you are a capitalist in any way, whether you're a Democrat, Republican, or an independent, it's a big win uh, for uh, for truth, justice, and the American way. In my opinion, Bernie Sanders effectively knocked out of the presidential race last night with Joe Biden delivering a knockout blow, close to a knockout blow. Bernie Sanders standing in the corner and they're giving him a standing eight count. So that's what happened in the world of politics. But none of that compares to the zaniness that continues to arise in NFL free agency. And we're still, what are we? I keep saying, you know, the days are ticking by and the craziness keeps growing. It's now March 4th uh, and NFL free agency officially begins, I believe, two weeks from today, if I'm not mistaken, 14 days uh, two weeks from today, we will officially be at NFL free agency. But, but, and this is a uh, this is a key takeaway. Um, one of the important aspects of that NFL free agency is what exactly will be taking place starting on March 15th, when you can begin negotiations. Uh, the official start of the league season is not till March 18th, but you can begin negotiations before that. Here uh, is the wildest rumor that has yet occurred, okay? I'm told, I haven't even heard this audio, 
I'm told that people in Boston and the New England area are losing their mind over Tom Brady. Tom Curran is a uh, reasonable and uh, and and well-respected writer in the uh, in the New England area, and he floated an absolute doozy. If you haven't heard this yet, here it is. Listen, how do you think this plays out? What's your prediction? Where's Tom Brady going to sign? Where's he going to play football next year? Fifty-fifty. I really, it's either going to be to me. It's either going to be New England or Tennessee with the 49ers closing hard on the outside. So you think the 49ers conversation is real? I do. You think that's from Tom or do you think that's from San Francisco? I think it's from both. I think that there is an appeal. What's interesting about that is the Patriots sent Jimmy Garoppolo out there for such short collateral. that Could Belichick say, hey, why don't you just sign this guy when he comes available for two years? I'll take Jimmy back. He'll get you the Super Bowl that you probably could have had this year if you had Brady. We'll start fresh. It would be interesting to me to find out whether or not that had happened. Oh, my God. The crazy season is officially here. The Patriots and the 49ers could trade quarterbacks. Jimmy G could head back to New England. And in exchange, the Patriots could allow Tom Brady to go to the San Francisco 49ers to his hometown team. That is a real doozy, as uh, Tom Curran was saying. Now, I happen to believe he's right in that I think, uh, let's leave leave aside the 49ers. If you listen to this program, I think it's pretty clear that if Brady leaves New England, he is going to go, in my opinion, to the Titans. But if that were to happen, that's even crazier than Danny G's wild prediction of Tom Brady to the Dallas Cowboys and Dak Prescott to the New England Patriots. This would be off the charts crazy for Jimmy Garoppolo, who went to the San Francisco 49ers for a second-round pick. You felt a little bit like the Patriots just gave him away. For him to head back to New England and as part of that for the 49ers to sign Tom Brady. Now, you know what? I don't hate it. I think if the 49ers had had Tom Brady in this Super Bowl that they just played in against the Kansas City Chiefs, I think they would have won the Super Bowl. And if the Titans signed Tom Brady, I think that's the that's the gamble that they're taking. Remember our guy Charles Davis said last week, I believe on Friday as we were talking about the NFL Combine, he said, look, if the choice is between Brady or Tannehill, Do you think Tom Brady's ever going to throw for less than 100 yards in an NFL playoff game? And I understand the argument of, well, the Titans were relying on Derrick Henry. Okay, that's fine. But even with a reliance on Derrick Henry, there's no way that Tom Brady plays in the NFL in a playoff game, in a tight game, in one that matters a great deal, and throws for less than 100 yards. What do you guys think? Let me bring in the crew. What do you guys think about the zaniness, the wackiness, the absolute absurdity of Tom Brady back to California where he was born and raised, back to the Bay Area for San Francisco and the 49ers trade, I guess they'd have to trade, Jimmy Garoppolo back to the New England Patriots? Is that the wildest prediction we've heard so far? Maybe not the wildest. and I, and I What's think- wilder? I mean, in all honesty. Well, I don't even think Brady to 
Dallas is wilder. Now, maybe your thought, suggestion of Brady to Dallas with Dak to New England yeah. is a, maybe on the same level of wild, but that I asked you for crazy predictions in the NFL free agency mix. So I was soliciting things that might be a little bit wacky. That didn't sound like a crazy belief. That sounds like Tom Curran believes that the San Francisco 49ers might legitimately be in the mix. Yeah, and I guess it's not too crazy to think about Tom Brady being interested in his favorite team as a kid. Growing up, he was a Niners fan. The 49ers do have the kind of tight ends that Brady loves to oh, there's throw no doubt. to. San Francisco has that awesome run game, really good O-line. Fantastic it, head coach. Yes, it would be a good fit, and it would give Belichick also the chance to have the quarterback that he wanted long-term. I would wonder on some level. I know that Roger Goodell doesn't generally get involved in trades. That's been more of something that the NBA has gotten focused on. But is that so strange of a situation? If the Because they remember the 49ers would have to trade Jimmy Garoppolo back, probably. I don't think they could release him under the way that the contract is structured that they have right now and make him a free agent. Yeah, they would he have has to, an existing contract. Right. They would have to trade him. Yes. And what compensation would the Patriots give up to get Jimmy Garoppolo? It would look like, look, I think there is a nearly 0% chance of this happening because it's too wacky. But if it did happen, it would look like there was some sort of collusion in play where Brady's an unrestricted free agent, so he can sign anywhere. So the Patriots really don't have any claim on Tom Brady at all if suddenly the 49ers traded uh, Jimmy Garoppolo back, it would seem really, really strange and fishy, I think, to your average person out there, right? Dub, would you think it was not crazy if that scenario played itself out? Oh, it would be absolutely insane, but I love all of this rumor mill stuff. And to be honest, I hope every single free agent quarterback this year signs for the same number of years so we can rerun this whole <laughs> thing back it is, in like four or five years. It is amazing that we can go so many years with almost nothing of exciting nature, nothing of an exciting nature when it comes to NFL free agents at quarterback. And I've said before, Peyton Manning and Brett Favre are the two biggest NFL free agent quarterbacks in terms of the attention that has been put upon them. And, and now to have it such that there are so many different quarterbacks that, that appear to be in play and that's not even counting a lot of the drama that is coming out of the NFL draft where where will Tua go has turned into the number one story of the draft right now. And there are a lot of different arguments about where he could go. He could go to the Redskins. He could go to the Detroit Lions. He could go to where a lot of people they seem to think he's going to end up, the Miami Dolphins or the L.A. Chargers or the uh, Carolina Panthers. There are a lot of different teams, maybe even the Raiders, if the Raiders made an aggressive play. A lot of different teams that are sitting there poised to make aggressive decisions at the quarterback position just in the draft, and we don't even know what might happen elsewhere. So, I mean, I'm with you, Dub. It would be great if they were all synced to the same contract so we could see a remarkable uh, remarkable storyline here. I mean, there's like... 10 to 12 quarterbacks, if you include the guys coming up in the draft, that we really don't have any clue of where they're going to be playing next year. And this is something we usually only see 
in the NBA in terms of the free agency and the drama involved with that. There's Phillip Rivers, Teddy Bridgewater, Tom Brady, Jameis Winston, Dak Prescott, Ryan Tannehill, Mariota, Cam, Andy Dalton, and the guys in the draft. We have no idea really where a lot of these guys are going to be going, and it is just absolutely awesome. I love it. And it also is the case that there may be such an amazing amount of quarterbacks available that it's a little bit like quarterback musical chairs where when the music stops, I think there's going to be a couple of guys who are decent that don't really have a natural destination because there are so many different moving parts. And again, I would say among the free agents, Tom Brady is holding everything up. Two weeks from today, we'll find out exactly what his decision is. And as if that were not enough, also... We have all of the uh, uncertainty that is out there uh, really tracking in a big way when you look at uh, when you look at Tua. So those two guys are the linchpins. They are the pivot points. They are the fulcrum of everything that happens in the offseason with the quarterback positions. Is this the wildest prediction you have heard so far? 49ers sign Brady and give up Jimmy G. It is pretty wild. I, I, I get that Tom Brady's from the area, but... Doesn't it seem like in sports, regardless of the sport, every time a guy goes home at the end of his career, it almost never works out? LeBron accepted. Yeah, well, LeBron is not, I guess he's a little bit older, but it seems like, you know, these guys that are in the twilight of their career, it's like, let's go home and get one last shot at... At, at a championship, and it just doesn't ever seem to work out. And I, I know there, I know it's sports talk radio. We say outlandish things, but I've heard people talking about already hitting the eject button on Jimmy Garoppolo after one full season as a starting quarterback, and they've already decided that this guy is not the guy that can get a team over the hump, which I think is insane at this point. Well, it is insane primarily because you really need about seven minutes. Like if, if, if I'm sorry, San Francisco 49er fans. You defend on, was it third and 18 with about seven minutes to play? The big play that got hit to uh, to Tyreek Hill. Uh, the, uh, again, I mean, he was wide open. I think they called that play Wasp. If, if, if the 49ers defend that play, I think probably that either the Chiefs, well, you know it's going to be one of two. I think the Chiefs probably punt there because I think there's so much time left. I don't think they go for it on fourth and 18. Maybe I'm wrong. They would have been, I believe they were at their own 35, uh, the Chiefs, when they hit that big play uh, to Tyreek Hill. If the uh, 49ers get an incomplete pass there, they get a sack, they stop, whatever they do, then I think there's a very good chance the Chiefs are punting. And right now the San Francisco 49ers are your uh, are your NFL champion. Now, that doesn't mean that I don't believe there was a big gap between Jimmy G and, uh, and Patrick Mahomes. I think Jimmy G is somewhere around the 13th or 14th best quarterback in the NFL. I think that's about where he is. Not a major indictment. He's a top half guy. He's not far from the top 10. He still hasn't played that many games. If you're a 49er fan, I think you can have some confidence in him. Clearly, the Patriots have a lot of confidence in him if that rumor is out there that they would like to get him back after they gave him away for a song. But this is a pretty wacky story. And again... I think it's possible that Roger Goodell would have to get involved because what's the uh, what's the value? What's the compensation that the 49ers are getting back in exchange? It would seem like the fix is in a little bit if something like that went on. We feel like the 49ers got a sweetheart deal to get Jimmy Garoppolo in the first place, and it would feel like certainly a sweetheart deal if the 49ers sent him back in an effort to open up a spot for Tom Brady. That would just feel 
way too much like the fix is in, I think. Roberto, do you agree with me that it would feel like the fix is in there? Yeah, definitely. And it uh, sounds crazy. I don't think that's going to happen like you say. Uh, but, man, it's a, it's a sign of the silly season that we are reaching, and we haven't even come up with that crazy idea uh, as it pertains to uh, to what's going to happen in uh, in the NFL free agency. It's going to be zany. It's going to be mad. It's going to be wacky. I can't wait. We are two weeks out from the official silly season arriving. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Kumo tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installation. 
installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Kumo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. When you do a radio show, all sorts of wacky stuff gets sent to the radio station. I did a radio show locally at a place called 104.5 The Zone in Nashville for several years, and the producer on that show uh, was JT, uh, who has joined us now on the line. And JT, yesterday you called me because a package arrived for me at 104.5 The Zone, and you were like, I have no idea what this is. Right, so we had... Obviously, some stuff going on in Nashville yesterday with the tornadoes, and the, and the lady that runs the front desk couldn't get in. So I had a girl in promotion said, hey, can you get in touch with Clay? He's got some mail here. I thought, well, yeah, sure, I'll, I'll, I can get it to him. But it's been several then, years I, for people out there since I worked at the station, so me getting mail would be kind of a surprise. Right. So I said, where is it? And she said, it's at the front desk. So I'm looking for a package. And I said, is that it? The big box? And she said, yeah. So I went and looked, and I said, "What? What is it?" And then I realized that it said it was thirty-nine point four pounds, and it's so almost perishable. forty forty pounds, and it's perishable. What's in the box? Yeah, so perishable. it's a huge, it's a huge like uh, just box that's sitting there in the front of the radio station. Right. So at that point, I said, and I never call you if I yeah. ever need you. I text you. So I said, I'm going to call him and see if this is urgent. Uh, we need to get it to him. Because you thought maybe I, I had you. a kidney or like a heart or something <laughs> like that might be perishable that was arriving, got sent the wrong no. place. What's yeah, in the box? Go, I would definitely go right to the radio station. So um, I talked to you and you had no clue. So you asked me to open it. And probably one of the worst decisions of my life was opening that box without without thinking and not, <laughs> not having someone else open it. Because what I got to thinking was, one, I'm safe to open it because it's 40 pounds. And no one's going to pay that money to have that shipped to you. I mean, 40, a 40-pound box, to ship a 40-pound box is super expensive. Right. But then I thought, well, maybe someone's outsmarting us and saying that it's perishable, so we'll hurry and open it. Because you were so like, you were, I, I, my thought was maybe it's a bomb. Yes, me too. Because that, Unabomber, that Unabomber show is like popular now and everything else. So you open it up, and, and what do you discover? 40 pounds of, of yogurt. <laughs> Somebody mailed me 40 pounds of yogurt. Now, do we know who this is from? Uh, it's from the Dan and Company, um, and it is a number of, of different flavors. But other than that, there's no note. There's no thank you, Clay. There's no I hate you, Clay. Um, there's no we're big fans. It's just cases and cases of Dan and yogurt. So how does this happen? I have no idea. I don't know. One, I don't know why it would be sent to us. Um, I don't know why it would be yogurt. I know, I've, obviously, you've probably told the story about your your um, pudding. Yeah, pudding, pudding strike back in the day. Right. So I thought, well, maybe that would be something, but that's, it's not pudding. So I have, I have no idea. So it's fro- like it was cold, right? Like you put it in yeah, the refrigerator? Yeah, it, had, it had the frozen things that, you know, if you got steaks or meat sent to your house um, during the holidays, it came in the same packaging as that. So it was, it was ice cold. And I thought, you know, do I tell everybody at the radio station? Because obviously, you, you know, I said, do you, do you want me to get this to you? And you said, nothing to do with 40 pounds of yogurt. 
So I thought yeah. about telling The last thing I'm going to do know. is drive to the station to pick up 40 pounds of yogurt. I bet we haven't eaten 40 pounds of yogurt at my house in my <laughs> entire life. Uh, right, as, so I, a, as a married man, not even with all the kids and everything else. So, I'm, and it's just all these different flavors now of yogurt that are in the radio station. Yeah, they're in 12, 12 pack, basically 12, 12 pack to a box. And I started to stuff it all in the fridge downstairs, and that was way too much. So I went upstairs and put it in there, and then, and then some of it I just had no room for it. I thought about taking, I've got a three year old, I thought about taking it home, and I thought, Lord, there's a half a chance that this is poison because someone wants to kill you. So there's no way in the world I could take it home. But it's such a weird thing to send somebody. So it came from Dannon? Uh, no, not to my knowledge. Um, it came from Pennsylvania, and it had it had uh, someone's name on it, which I Googled. and um, it, But it was like a company. It was different, but it wasn't Dannon at all. So I don't know if, if maybe you're going to be picking up a new sponsorship soon with your friends at Dannon, or someone just thought you really, really, really liked yogurt. I don't know. Even if you thought I really, really liked yogurt, 40 pounds of yogurt is a major investment. You know, like, I mean, you could, uh, and, and also it's not like it's a product that's hard to find. <laughs> right. You know, I mean, this is amazing. So what's your ultimate verdict here? I don't know if I should just tell everybody at the radio station that there's yogurt that may or may not be poisoned and they're <laughs> welcome to try it, or if I just leave it alone. Because, you know, people at the radio station leave anything. Oh, it yeah. doesn't matter if it's six-day-old donuts. I mean, if you leave it out, uh, they'll eat it. And especially, I could really get it to go by fast if I put, you know, some if I put my name on it or if I put do not eat. Yeah. Um, th- then it would be gone immediately. It's like an but advertisement. I- Right. Eat it. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Welcome in our number three. I hope all of you are having a fantastic Wednesday wherever you may be. Tom Brady to the 49ers as the Brady turns. That is the latest rumor we will discuss. But first, we have to unpack almost literally... I want to get the crew's opinion on what just happened. If you finished off hour number two, we had uh, JT call in. Uh, he was my producer on my old show that I used to do in Nashville on 104.5 The Zone. He called me yesterday and he said, hey man, you expecting a package? And I was like, no. And he said, because a 40-pound package arrived for you here at the old station that you used to work at. I was like, that's crazy. I was like, I have no idea who's it from. And so he called, uh, you know, he's reading the package and everything else. And he's like, it's perishable. It's 40 pounds. It's sitting down here at the front desk. And he opens it and it's 40 pounds of yogurt. There's no note, no explanation of why someone would have gone through the trouble to send me 40 pounds of yogurt from a variety of different flavors and it's it's chilled so like the yogurt is healthy to eat 40 pounds of dannon yogurt now maybe dannon is just brilliant and they're like hey if we send clay travis 40 pounds of our yogurt he's going to come on and talk about it but sometimes this happens you know like uh i'll get a package that arrives at the house or the station or whatever and it's a new advertiser and they want me to try their product to make sure that I'm familiar with it. Like, that's not uncommon. But nobody's ever sent me 40 pounds of their product. And there's no suggestion, at least that I've gotten, that Dan and Yogurt is coming on OutKick in a big way. So what do you guys think happened here? Like, how did this end up happening? Like, what in the world is going on? Because I don't know what it cost. One of you guys may have a, a, an idea. 
I know shipping costs are incredibly expensive because we're in the business of shipping t-shirts and books and whatnot for OutKick, and I'm always stunned by how much it costs to ship like one thing, like one book costs way more to ship than you would anticipate it would. And one t-shirt costs way more to ship than you would anticipate it would. Those are relatively small products. Shipping 40 pounds worth of yogurt has to be incredibly expensive and sending it to the wrong radio station on top of it. Like this is a real, like somebody had to pack this. Somebody had to spend a substantial amount of time. What in the world do you think is going on here? (laughs) We were all taking guesses during the break. To be investigators, let's think about yogurt. We know what's in the box. Yeah, that by the way, the what's in a box is from seven. (laughs) We know people. Spoiler alert: It's Gwyneth Paltrow's head that's in the box. What? Um, So we know that it's healthy gut bacteria. Have you tweeted anything recently about having irritable bowel disease? No, never have mentioned any. I I don't, and and it's it's going to be awkward for me if Dan and is coming on as a big sponsor. I legitimately don't remember the last time I would have eaten a yogurt. I mean, I bet it has been, I don't know, I'm not trying to exaggerate here. I don't know that I have ever eaten a package of yogurt in my life. Like, I don't remember ever, like as an adult, certainly not as like a teenager, you know, like looking back, I'm 40. So for the last 25 years or 30 years, you know, you're pretty good at remembering what you eat. I didn't eat yogurt as a kid. Like, I, I don't remember as an adult. I mean, I'm sure I probably ate yogurt when I was a baby or something, but I don't remember as an adult ever eating a yogurt, like one of those little yogurt packs. Yeah, that's interesting. Now, my kids eat, you know, we have those, uh, that squirtable yogurt, uh-huh. you know, like the the tube. Yeah, it's Any a go. parent out there that, Gogurt, I guess it's called or whatever. Yep. But any parent out there who has had a young kid has probably given them that, you know, that tube of yogurt that they can eat themselves. But I can't remember ever having eaten yogurt or talked about it. Now, back in the day, I had like the TCBY. Remember the the old school yogurt when that was a uh, that was a huge craze in like 1988 when everybody was suddenly eating yogurt instead oh, yeah. of ice cream. There's still a lot of people addicted to frozen yogurt. Out is there. The, is the TCBY does that still exist? Yeah, and I remember when they first put gummy bears out as one of the toppings. I oh, was, it's phenomenal. I was hyped. Yeah, the country's best yogurt, TCBY. It was everywhere. That's one, by the way, that should be in uh, Stranger Things. Stranger Things season four, like if they want to go back for the nostalgia factor, if you were around, if you were alive in like 87, 88-ish, you definitely remember TCBY sweeping across the nation. Everybody was eating yogurt instead of ice cream. This was before gelato. No, I never remember that. You don't remember ever TCBY? I was a Baskin-Robbins kind of guy. Yeah, Baskin-Robbins is old school. That's just ice cream. I'm talking about yogurt, man. No. I'm talking about TCBY. <laughs> they had that waffle cone. Yep. They had the topping. Oh, it smelled like waffle cones when you first would walk in. That was one of the best parts. Yeah, they were really? everywhere, oh, TCBYs. Yeah. You don't, you, Roberto, you legit don't remember the TCBY? No, I don't. Really? What about you, Eddie? Do you remember TCBY? I do. Yeah, like you remember that era when like yogurt just took over? Yeah, I remember not knowing what the hell yogurt was, and then suddenly it was everywhere. Yeah, and it was like, I mean, it was it was like uh, aerobics. I mean, in the 80s, there were a bunch of trends that took off. TCBY yogurt, yep. uh, aerobics, and you know, pe- like... Uh, do you remember penguins? Penguins? Yeah, that was no. a yogurt place. 
No, I didn't. We don't. I don't think we had. Maybe that, that was one. a West Coast thing. Yeah, I, I don't think we ever had the penguin. We we only had TCBY so far as I know. But let's go back to the big mystery here. I've been led astray <laughs> thinking about TCBY. Who and or what sends me forty pounds of yogurt with no note? It's so odd. And okay, are you? What on- do you think it costs to ship forty pounds of oh, yogurt? God, like that's forty bucks. I more, mean, at least more than that. Fifty, a hundred. Yeah, I'm thinking like sixty dollars somewhere in that range we'll I mean, have to so look that up it's a substantial dollar figure that somebody and and again to think about the effort involved in packaging 40 pounds of yogurt and putting it all together and making sure it's chilled and sending it to me for the cost all with zero note as to why you would be doing it now in your local radio days were you one of the guys who would partake in things dropped off by not listeners usually okay. not usually i mean i'm not a big like they always say don't ever eat listener food, you know, because uh, – and so unless I knew the person, like people would always drop off cookies and things like that. And, you know, I mean, I guess it, I was not a big listener food person unless I knew the person. You know, sometimes like you would get to know somebody and they, they you know, who listens to the show all the time. But I never got 40 pounds of food dropped off at, at any point when I was doing local radio. Yeah, it's always how we would find out who the real fat pigs were on the staff because a big tray of enchiladas mysteriously would be dropped off at the radio station. Yeah. And some of the DJs would dive in and others would just be like, mm, I'm not touching that. Yeah. I mean, if it's from a legitimate business, which is not uncommon, right? Yeah. Like I, we get requests all the time. Now people are like, Hey, can I drop off breakfast food for you and stuff like that? And I always say no, uh, because I do the show from my home studio and then dubs by himself. So I guess I could let dub get stuff dropped off for him, but dub, let me go to dub here. Has, does this strike you as incredibly strange, Dub? You're in Nashville. Theoretically, if they had sent this to the right studio, you would have been the one responsible for receiving it. Why? Like, has anything like this ever arrived in the studio before, and you just haven't told me? Not to my knowledge. I mean, I'm I'm in and out of here in the morning, so if I assume packages come later in the day, but to my knowledge, there has never been anything, especially a forty pound box delivered here. For you, and by the way, I did a little research here. A forty-pound box. You said it came from Pennsylvania, correct? Yeah. A forty-pound box from Pennsylvania to Nashville on USPS ground would run you a minimum of seventy-two dollars and seventy cents. I mean, think about that. Seventy. Somebody spent almost seventy-five dollars to send me forty pounds of 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 yogurt. And I bet it was more because it's cold, so they have to get it here quicker, you know? So they probably did the three-day, which would be bump you up to $85. I just, I am utterly baffled by this. Okay, so let's get actual theories on what happened here. My only theory is that Dan, maybe this is an early preview for Dan. My only theory is that they have spent a lot of money to be on the radio show. Nobody has told me and they sent the yogurt to the wrong place. They just Googled, like, Clay Travis radio station, and it came up as the one I used to work at. They sent the yogurt to the wrong place. They didn't put any note in it. By the way, who is the person who is packing 40 pounds of yogurt, and they don't think at least, hey, let's put a card in here to let the person who's receiving it at least have some clue why they're receiving it? Right? I mean, that seems like it would be a minimum. If you're going to spend that much money to ship something to somebody, at least give them an idea why it's arriving. And again, maybe this is just genius. Maybe there's going to be packages from companies arriving like crazy now. 
because they're like, well, Clay Travis will talk about why we sent it there. We won't even tell him anything. It's just a mystery box, which is 99% of what kids watch on YouTube now. Oh, here's a box. We're going to open it. We have no idea what's inside. So do you have a theory, Danny G? My theory is that it's, that it's got to be an advertiser related in some way. But that's weird because I know the guy here upstairs who's in charge of sending your address and getting the sponsor's merchandise to you. So how in the world would a new sponsor we've never heard of send a package like that to your old radio station? Also, you haven't been there in years. That's the thing. It's not like you were there just a few months ago. Also, it's even if it were coming to my house, how long would it take? We would net 40 pounds of yogurt. Yeah. I mean, you would have to be the most diehard yogurt yeah. fan on the planet to work your way through 40 pounds yeah. of yogurt. Or Philip Rivers, because you don't have a large enough family for a package that size. I've got three kids, but four, again, 40 pounds of yogurt. So I, I, do you have any theory? What is the best theory here? It's possible also that they just, like somebody was in charge of shipping and they just got the wrong person, right? Like maybe there is somebody named Clay Travis, who was a huge yogurt fan, <laughs> and they just got the wrong address. That seems like a radio a station? Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, I mean... Were you sponsoring some sort of event at all? Anything? No. Fundraiser? I mean... No. I mean, I, I, I am... I am... This is look. There are all sorts of crazy things that happen when you become some sort of a public figure, and sometimes you're like, I can't believe you know X, Y, or Z. But this has got me stumped more than anything in my radio career. Forty pounds of yogurt just randomly arriving, and and we can't even come up with a good. The only hypothesis we have is that Dan and yogurts is coming in in a big way on the show. But even then, do I really need forty pounds of their product? And that's also strange because JT said it didn't come directly from Dannon. So right. That yeah, doesn't if, add If up. they were going to send you something and wanted, you know, for sponsorship, they would make sure that you knew it was yeah. from them, not some weird name from Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah. There'd be copy in there for you to read. And now I also think maybe there's just totally a psycho dude out there who is just sending me yogurt. That guy needs to be in prison. <laughs> it's such a creepy thing to do. It's definitely a dude, by the way. Women don't do stuff like this. Yeah, you're going to get like a strange cryptic message that says, Clay, I just wanted to change your culture. Well, that's even creepy. As you would even think of it. Maybe it was you. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Anyway, nobody has a good theory. You can no. uh, reach out on Twitter and give me a theory. I'm actually curious. Maybe somebody who's listening actually works at Dannon. I would love to know what the reason is why I got 40 pounds of yogurt. Wasn't me. Vito just said, did you take a Xanax and go on Amazon and binge buy? No. <laughs> Only thing I buy on Amazon is books. I don't remember. I, I definitely didn't buy 40 pounds of yogurt. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield 
with wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service, they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Pirelli tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their pirelli test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be When's the last time, you, like, how long do you think it would take you, Shannon Spake, to eat 40 pounds of yogurt? Are you a yogurt how, person? Yeah, I am, and I, I find it really strange that you've never eaten yogurt. I don't, I don't, I don't know I, what's stranger, actually, that you got 40 pounds of yogurt or that you just don't eat yogurt. I, there are several things that I have never done that the normal person has done, and I'll, I've said this before, but I've never boiled water. In my entire life, I have never boiled water. Uh, I have never, I've never eaten yogurt. I have never purchased an iTunes song. The only thing on my phone for songs is that one that you two gave away for free. I don't know if there's anybody else on the planet. Maybe on the planet. There's probably people who live in third world countries. I'm not sure there's any other American 
that has never boiled water, eaten a yogurt, or ordered an iTunes. I've never done any of those three things. So did, here's a theory, right? When you were on vacation, did you run into someone? Did you have this conversation no. that you've never had yogurt? Is someone like sending it to you as kind of like a joke because you told someone this? No, this is never a conversation okay. that I've ever had. Like I, I, when he told me there was a 40 pound package waiting for me at my old radio station, <laughs> I'm legitimate. I was legitimately afraid that it might blow up. And some people are like, oh, it's for tornado relief. No, no, no. This had to be shipped before the tornadoes. Right. Well, that's, like, that's my second theory right there is I would check the, the post date like to find out when it was shipped. Maybe someone did send it to you for that. No, but I, but it would have been like impossible because the tornadoes hit at, you know, Monday night at yeah. 1 a.m. So people wake up on Tuesday morning and he called me at, uh, you know, like whatever, whatever <laughs> it was like, at, you know, noon uh, to say, hey, you have this huge 40-pound package of, of yogurt here. So it wasn't in any way related to the tornadoes unless somebody is so uh, so you know psychic and they knew that the, the tornadoes were going to happen and their first thought was, I'm going to help out Clay and the people in Nashville by sending them 40 pounds of yogurt and expirable food uh, yeah. in a place where there are a lot of people that don't have power. So that doesn't even make sense. Well, I wouldn't eat it, okay? First I'm not going to eat it. I don't eat yogurt. Yeah. So I'm not, unless they advertise, in which case I've always loved yogurt, and uh, I'm a big fan. I always have been. True. Yes. True. And, uh, by the way, I actually take my kids to TCBY every Thursday. You've been to t- – so, is, wait, it's still open? Yes, there's one here in Charlotte. I take them there every Thursday before they have to go to one of their, their after-school things. So every single Thursday. Let me tell you a story, right? So TCBY lets you, lets you take, like, the, the smaller, the large – container and, and you kind of fill it up on your own and, and yeah treat. that's the new thing and, mm-hmm, and i let my kids go right like i let my kids go into subway and order their stuff by themselves i give them independence yeah. to, to make those decisions and do those things so the first time we go to tcby my, my kids walk up 40 dollars <laughs> 40 dollars <laughs> yes because how they is that possible that, they fill that thing all the way to the top and i you know i tell them like two toppings only and That's amazing. I didn't even know. I'm kind of astounded. I didn't even know that was possible. I was like, you guys, like seriously, we we've got to reconsider how much uh, how much you guys actually put in here. I said, from now on, you eat anything that goes in there. So if you don't eat it, you're drinking it when it's when it's melted. Do Uh, you? They've made wise decisions. You are pretty much my age. Do you remember when TCBY suddenly just took over in the 80s, like the late 80s when, or whatever it was, like 1988-ish, I'm saying, when like it was impossible not to find a yogurt place and everybody had to be at TCBY? My sister worked at TCBY, so we would roll up there like, and we would just go to town, right? It'd be like yeah. a Friday night, we'd all be out or something, we'd roll in there. And you have free ice cream for everyone. I guess maybe the statute of limitations hopefully is over for my sister working at TCBY and giving yes. away free yogurt to everybody. But yeah, oh yeah, man. And what about Carvel? Is that still around? Uh, we have I one of those nearby. Sell. I think oh, I think okay. that place still exists, and they're actually kind of nice now. Like I, they, I went there. I don't know. It's probably been a year. I mean, they're kind of like a higher end IHOP would be the way that I would describe them. Is that, is that a, is that not that now IHOP's going to be like, Oh, Clay Travis ate IHOP. No, my kids would eat IHOP every meal. If they could eat IHOP every meal, they'd be like, I want the Senna stack, uh, pancakes. And, uh, and by the way, you know, they started putting the calories on the, all the meals on all the menus. Have you noticed that in, in different States, everything else, but I've always been telling my kids like pancakes are awful for you. And it turns out that pancakes, even the incredibly sugary ones, don't have very many calories at all. Like, and, and I'm not making this up. 
unless they're lying to us at IHOP. Like, I've been making this argument for years with my kids. You can't have pancakes every meal because they have too many calories and everything else. And we got the menu the other day, and my kids were like, Dad, it's only 700 calories for the, for the, uh, for the Cinestack pancakes. And I'm like, you're not. Nah, let me look at that. And that's what they say. And I'm like, they've just completely undercut me as a parent. And honestly, I'm wondering why I don't just go on a Cinestack pancakes diet and just eat that thing and lose weight like crazy. 700 calories for a breakfast? I, I, I think that's kind of a lot. Yeah, but you can you wait. That's a lot? They serve breakfast all day long. Oh, like, all yeah. I have for breakfast is a banana. <laughs> like, I have a banana or a bar. And now not, yogurt. Never, and now yogurt. And now, yeah, and then now <laughs> yogurt, which I've been eating for 40 years, I think, for, for advertising with me. And that's it. And so then you eat, you can eat a decent lunch, and then you have, like, a small dinner, and boom, next thing you know, you weigh 110 pounds. If you're a girl, you weigh 160 pounds. If you're a guy, everybody's happy. You, uh, you are going to have yogurt and IHOP sponsorship coming out of your ears. I, I, I mean, it may be the most brilliant thing Dannon's ever done because they got on no a kidding. national show as we try to figure out how in the world this happened. <laughs> uh, all right, so speaking of how in the world this happens, uh, do you think, like, the new rumor, we started off the show with this, is uh, that Tom Brady may go to San Francisco and San Francisco might switch uh, and send Jimmy Garoppolo back to the Patriots. This seems crazy to me. You've covered Jimmy G a decent amount. Do you think there's any way this happens? I like this. Like, this is the one rumor that I'm kind of like, huh, I can actually see this happening. I mean, think about it. Where do Tom Brady's parents live, right? They still live in that area. Yep. You know he's really close with his parents. Uh, there's a history of great quarterbacks that have, like, led this team uh, to greatness. I mean, he could add his name to that. There's obviously the direct relationship between John Lynch and, and, and the New England Patriots. And, and I love Kyle Shanahan. I think he's, you know, one of the most creative, brilliant play callers. They've got, obviously, the team uh, around all the parts. I like this. I, I, I think this one makes sense more than any other that I have heard. All right, but so how weird does it feel if Jimmy G comes back to the Patriots? I, I, again, I don't, it doesn't not make sense to me, right? I mean, he's obviously already been through the, um, you know, the, uh, the, the, the process out there, um, the Belichick way. He's bought into the system. He was out there. I, I, I think it makes sense. Uh, you know, Belichick obviously liked him for a reason, saw a lot in him. Uh, when they brought him over, he, he was played behind Tom Brady, so he obviously knows that system. I like it. I think it makes more sense than any other uh, idea that I heard. That do, I've heard. You, do you think that Brady will actually leave? Well, see, this, it's funny. I was thinking about this this morning, and it's either, like, they're either all this smoke and mirrors, and they're just messing with all of us, and it's done, and they they know he's going to stay there. Or you got to think about the power struggle between Belichick and and Brady. How much does that power go all the way over to Tom Brady if he asks for all of these things and he gets all these things? Is it then really, really, really Tom Brady's team? And and we know this power struggle. Obviously, people talk about it. Is it is it how much is it really there between these two guys? Whose team is it? Is it who's the reason for the success? And that power struggle, if Tom Brady asks for whatever he wants and he gets whatever he wants, that power struggle, is, it is all on Tom. He, he is the, he's the top dog there, right? So where does that power struggle lie if, if, if it's not already done and, and, and they are going to go in and have these conversations and he's going to get whatever he wants? I think that's an interesting part of this too, right? Yeah, we're talking to Shannon Spake at Shannon Spake on Twitter. All right, I need your help with uh, the ethics of modern-day culture. 
So do you FaceTime with anyone other than your husband and your kids? Yeah, I will FaceTime every once in a while with Jamie Little, but just because sometimes I feel like when we have conversations on the phone, like it'll go, like I'm always kind of talking over her or she's talking over me. Sometimes it's easier just to, to have a conversation, but that's it. So but the reason the why I bring it up thing, is obviously yeah. the Mike Vrabel and uh, Julian Edelman and Tom Brady FaceTime at the Syracuse game. So we'll go back to them in a sec. If you came like at the Super Bowl, we saw you, you saw us regularly, you're getting ready for race up, we're getting ready for lock it in, uh, and we have like the, the, the food and the, the makeup area and everything, so we're crossing all paths all the time. If you had seen me there, like I'm eating my lunch and you come to sit beside <laughs> me and I am, let's say, FaceTiming with Joel Klatt and it's just me and Joel having a conversation, would you have thought that was strange? No, I, I wouldn't. I, I think that sometimes we do business face-to-face. Sometimes it's easier to see what the person's saying. Again, sometimes you're not talking over them. You can have a conversation. I don't think it's weird. I certainly don't think it's weird to be FaceTiming a buddy if you're at an event. Like, hey, take a look. Look at what, where we are, especially a place like the Carrier Dome where it's you know kind of a cool venue. But I do think that Edelman was just – he was just giving everybody hell, right? I do, do think he was just trying to – stir stuff up like hey man let's let's show everybody because why would they with all those rumors out there why would they facetime right there where everyone's gonna see it so i do think it was just kind of stirring things up a little bit but i don't think it's weird for dudes to be facetiming i think it's weird all right so next question (laughs) if you were like just going through your normal part of the day it's like two o'clock in the afternoon on a wednesday and you saw a facetime call coming from me would you presume that it was an accidental butt dial or would you think, oh, Clay's just wants to FaceTime and then you would answer? I, I would think it was a butt dial and I would not answer. Yeah, yeah right? I never answer uh, when I see a FaceTime pop up unless it's my husband or my kids. I never, uh, like, yeah, I totally yeah, I think, think it's it an accident. Yeah, yeah, so the only no person, I said this on the show the other day and this is 100% true, the only person who has ever FaceTimed me other than my wife who would be doing it with the kids or at the house or whatever else uh, and my nanny is Matt Leinart. I swear to God, this is 100% true. And Matt Leinart is a big FaceTime guy. And instead yeah. of texting, like a couple of different times, and each time that he's done it, I've thought that he was butt dialing, and then he's done it multiple times, and I'm like, oh my God, like something crazy must have happened. And it's just like him on the Fox lot saying, hey, bud, just hadn't seen you in a while. Wanted to check in. That's nice. It's nice. But would you expect that a Heisman Trophy winner uh, would just be a big FaceTime guy? (laughs) No, I just think you're name dropping at this point. No, no. Like, I know Eddie George. I know Eddie George pretty well. (laughs) Eddie George has never FaceTimed me. You know, Heisman Trophy winner. Like, uh, also a Fox employee. Now, I understand it a little bit, like Leinert called after Tennessee lost to, uh, to Georgia State, oh, okay. and he was in the green room there at Fox, and like everybody wanted to ridicule me because I'm a Tennessee right. fan, and they had just lost Georgia State. That makes sense, but just a random like call. So I get, you, I get your argument, and I think it's right that Julian Edelman was probably just trying to make uh, yeah. Tom Brady uncomfortable, but what do you think the ethics are from a cultural perspective of zooming in on somebody else's FaceTime to see who they're talking to in public? Fair or foul? Are we talking about ethics in, in, in society today, culture? I mean, this is, I mean I've, I've seen people cutting their toenails on an airplane before. No, that's brutal. I mean, it, there's, yeah. there's, no, there's nothing, right? I mean, every, everything is free game. I, you know, I mean, hey, 
You're, you're talking about like someone like looking over and kind of seeing who you're FaceTiming yeah, with? Yeah, not only that, but then pulling their cam, their phone out to get it, right? Like that's the next step. It's one thing if you're sitting next to somebody on public transportation or in yeah. an airport. Like I always think about that. Like the number of, you know, nude photos that are swinging around on the internet. Like, uh, I, like I can't imagine like pulling up that stuff when somebody's looking over your shoulder and like you never know what people are seeing. And I think about that a little bit because not because anybody's sending me nude photos, but because I'm a public figure. So like I even think sometimes about like having a telephone conversation. I don't even like having telephone conversations at the airport because I just don't like people overhearing me. I talk on the radio for three hours. I share most of my life, but like a phone conversation seems like it shouldn't be public. Like I shouldn't know everything about your life when I'm sitting to wait to get on an airplane, right? So I would rather no be somewhere privacy. quiet. There's no privacy, though. I mean, people put their, you know, what they're having for lunch on, on social media or how they're feeling or, you know, I mean, Facebook is, is people talking about things that you go, wow, is this appropriate? Like for someone to be sharing yeah. all of this information. I just think that society nowadays, there's no boundaries. I, I'm the same way with you. Like, if I'm sitting at a table having dinner with somebody, I'm I'm often very concerned about what I'm saying. Right? right. I've been in. Listen, I've been at dinner with like, you know, folks that work at you know work with me, NBA former NBA players, and they're telling stories about yeah. back in the day. I mean, uh, and you're uh, looking over your shoulder like yes. who's hearing us? I make that decision sometimes where I go out in Nashville. And I'll be like, I, there's only like two or three restaurants that I like to go to where I feel like the tables are far enough away where you mm-hmm. can actually have a conversation. You, you know what I'm talking about? Like when you go out with your spouse, you go into some of these restaurants and it's like you're literally almost touching knees with the, yes. the people who are sitting next to you. And I'm like, I don't want to, like, this is not enjoyable for me where I'm sitting there and I feel like I can't even have a normal conversation with my wife without everybody being able to overhear exactly what I'm saying. Brad Doherty used to be the greatest, right? He used to tell the greatest stories about his time in the NBA. And we would all be sitting there, it'd be after a race, because he worked with me in the racing at ESPN. It'd be after a race, we'd be having a couple beers, and he has a very loud voice, and everybody, I mean, obviously, he's he's seven feet, right? And you know exactly who he is. And he'd be telling these stories, and you'd be, like, looking around, like, oh, my goodness, like, who is listening to what, what he's, you know, what he's saying? So I'm really, really aware of that uh, when I'm out with my kids. I, you know, because, again, Clay, how many times are you just kind of hanging out with your kids and, and, and then someone comes up to you that you didn't even know was, like, hanging out in the area and is like, hey, Clay, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of the show. And you're like, wow, what did I just say? Did, he, did I say something? Not, not only that, uh, Shannon, you know? like, if you're out at a bar or restaurant, the number of people who won't come up because they're like, oh, you know, you're with your family or you're with your kids, but, you know, you're, you're, you're I mean, they're just shy or whatever, but they get on social yeah. media and tweet you. Right, like, hey, just saw you at <laughs> oh my X location, right? And I'm like, oh man, that's even wilder because you didn't come up and say hi, and I wasn't thinking about you know the fact that I was being observed or people were paying attention. It is kind of wacky, and so, uh, so like, I think when you're Edelman and you're Brady in that context yeah. at Syracuse, you kind of have to expect that somebody's going to see you talking to Vrabel. The difference is without that video zoom in, people wouldn't necessarily believe it was true. But once that guy pulls out his phone and gets that video, it's going to go viral and everybody's talking about it. Plus, you're sitting in the front row at the Carrier Dome. I mean, yeah. the camera's on you. You're, you're Tom Brady and, and Jimmy Fallon and Julian Edelman. And there's video cameras everywhere of people getting you sitting there, right? I mean, that's, it, yes, it's going to be seen. A funny story. I actually got on an airplane one time uh, after a late night uh, and, and I went straight to sleep and God, God knows what I looked like. 
And when I got home uh, and woke up, because I went back to sleep when I got home, there was a tweet. It was like, hey, I got to sit next to my favorite pit reporter on the airplane this morning. And I'm like, oh, great. Like, God, I was probably drooling. I mean, I was in bad shape. (laughs) Sleeping in the airport before we got on the airplane. And uh, you're like, great. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, we are talking with Shannon Spake. Uh, you can follow her on Twitter at Shannon Spake. By the way, what's going on with NASCAR this weekend? I know we get another Friday off, so that's all, that. That's the way I stay on top of the uh, of the schedule. I think you have most Fridays off until until June or July, right? Oh, until it's we, so great! I love NASCAR yeah. season. Yeah, uh, we're in Phoenix this weekend. Uh, we uh, it's it's our little West Coast swing wraps up this weekend. It's a one mile racetrack. And uh, yeah, it's it's a great track. Uh, Danny G actually went to the race last week. Did you did you guys talk about that? That is on the this show? true? Danny G, you went to Fontana? Sure. Yeah, I did. It was awesome. Wow, that's impressive. Did you buy your own tickets? Yeah. No, I hooked him up. Clay. Oh, yep. Oh, I don't know if you get to brag about. Well, first of all, thank you for hooking him up. But uh, but I don't know if you get to brag about going to the race when people leave tickets for you. We How do you not bring this was- up? I tweeted about it. I thought. Oh, I mean, you think I see every tweet? <laughs> Uh, normally you do. Uh, I, I I've been busy. It's been it's Super Tuesday. I can barely keep track of anything. Coronavirus. There's so much going on. It's oh, hard to man. keep track. Don't get me started. Are you nervous about the coronavirus? Yes. Are you a germaphobe? Yes, I'm nervous about everything. Yes, I am absolutely nervous. Do, are you about more the nervous now that you're a mom than you were before you were a mom? No, I was always nervous about stuff like this. I and I'm not just nervous about. I'm, listen, I I know the odds of us getting the coronavirus are probably pretty slim but everything everyone's losing their minds right yeah. i mean that makes me nervous too the the economy people you know getting i mean schools are sending emails what happens if they shut down schools for the rest of the year like i mean it's there's a lot that that you have to kind of digest that could happen with this but yes i'm absolutely nervous. so were you like I, I nervous, nervous about y2k too yes back in the day <laughs> Yes, I, I the unknown makes me scared. Yeah. For people Everything out there who don't remember, Y2K yeah, was going to like destroy like they were like missiles are going to shoot <laughs> off and a lot of people out there who are young don't even remember this, but the computer was designed and I don't know why they designed it this way mm-hmm. such that it didn't have the ability to change centuries. So every yes. computer out there for people who don't remember the whole Y2K scare, the idea was when it was going to go from 1999 to 2000 that everything was going to revert to like 1900 and the whole world was going to come undone. And so yep. this was a massive panic that went on for years and then nothing happened. Nothing. Like and everything Notre was Thomas, Like I look at his predictions, like everything makes me nervous. Like I, I am a, I am a worry. A worry You're a hypochondriac. Worry. Totally. Like if I get sick, I go straight to the doctor. Like there are people that do not like doctors. I like the doctor because when I walk out, I know I'm not sick. Yeah. I, I I feel I feel like moms have to be hyper vigilant and hyper aware because like the husbands in general were kind of oblivious to so many things and kind of yeah kind of well uh, yeah totally oblivious <laughs> to so many things and, and and so like the the, the the moms have to be on top of things and they have to be yes. hyper vigilant hyper aware and it makes sense from a biological perspective that that would happen because then the kids are more likely to survive. If men were in charge of all health care, humanity would have ceased to exist like 45,000 years ago. Yeah, well, that would happen, too, because you guys would have one child and be like, I'm done. I'm not doing that again. Well, that's probably true. I don't even know if we'd <laughs> have yeah, one. Uh, Shannon I am Spake, worried about it, though. So. We will talk to you next week. Hopefully everything will still be uh, okay. And we'll figure all out right, where that All right, have a good one. Enjoy, Enjoy that yogurt. yogurt.
Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.